Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 134 in Edmonton. Just a reminder, Kevin Weeks normally does the show on Thursday. He was in transit today. Yesterday was in Seattle for the expansion draft. Kevin's appearances are brought to you weekly by Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service electrical, prefabrication, and solar. Ed in St. Catharines on the Ashley Pine Floors text line. Bob, living out here in Leafs country, the vitriol is extremely high on the Leafs right now, further aggravated by losing Zach Hyman. We are fortunate to get Zach as a winger for McDavid. He brings it so much to what we've been missing, particularly up front. We're in a much better position than the division-leading Maple Leafs last year. Let's all relax and buckle up. It's going to be a great season for the Oil from Ed in St. Catharines. I appreciate the context of the text. The reality is the Oilers don't yet have Zach Hyman. So let's just wait and see how it plays out. I know there's a lot of fans concerned about the impact of his addition. We will go to... uh, George LaRock on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. We welcome back to the show an Edmonton sporting icon. George, how you doing? Awesome, Bob. How's everything on your side? It's not bad. Uh, the fans are disappointed Larson didn't stay. George, as you know, uh, Adam suffered a tragic uh, loss of his father who passed away in Edmonton. Uh, it looked like he was going to be... Uh, uh, signing at one point, he ultimately didn't decide to to sign here and sign with Seattle. I think there were some guys excited about the opportunities with the Kraken. Uh, obviously, Adam would be one. So, too, would be Jamie Alexiak. Uh, it was interesting watching some of the other guys, uh, Mark Giordano and, and Jordan Everly, as an example. I got to ask you, were, were people in Montreal lo- nervous about maybe losing Carey Price? Or did okay, they think well, that that would just be too much term and too much money to do? You know what? Um, I'm surprised they didn't take price, and to me it doesn't make sense. And I'll tell you why. First of all, the best player available for the suspension draft was Carey Price. When you have a player in that caliber, you can pass it on. Montreal did a really good job selling the fact that he was not going to start the season to scare Seattle not to take him. But the thing with Carey Price is this. Yes. $10 million a year for a goalie that cannot play a full season because he's hurt a lot. And if you want him to be 100% in the playoff, you can't have him play 60 games in a regular season. He can't do it anymore. But when this goalie has rested, everyone has seen the last two playoffs that Montreal has been on, how good Price is when he's on. So what I would have done if I was Seattle, and that's what I thought that they were going to do. I thought they were going to select him. And then if you take Carey Price... You ask him what team in the West, because Kerry always said that he wanted to finish his career in the West. What team in the West would you willing to go to? Because he has a no-move clause. And then you keep half his salary. You, how much Kerry Price is worth, Bob, if it, he only costs $5 million to a team, to their cap? Well, he'd have if to approve that. He'd have to approve that, no, yes. No, no, I know you'd have to approve But What I'm saying is that when Seattle picks him, you ask him, what team in the West would you be willing to waive your no-move clause? You ask him. So, of course, Kerry wants to win. But look at all the team in the West that could win. If they could have a Kerry Price, 
that has three years of hockey tops to play. But you have one of the best goalies in the NHL for half, like for five million. How many teams in the West would would you tell me, Bob, that wouldn't take him if he don't if he only costs five million a year? Every team in the West would take him in that situation. And, George. And, okay. And second question: How much care price would be worth to a team if he only counts five millions against the cap? Yeah. So that's what I thought they were going to take him. They go take Flurry? Are you kidding me? Kill Flurry. That's the pick that they do. And there's many other picks we could really debate about what they've done. But clearly... They had an, they, George, they had... And I'm going to give you another example. The goalie Capo Kakinen out of Minnesota. I yeah, can't believe I they didn't take him and then turn around yeah, and I, trade him. Like, yeah, I, I was... You're 100% right. I, why didn't they take Tarasenko? The, why didn't they take Palat? There's so many players. I don't understand what they were doing. And... Clearly, they didn't take the same approach as Vegas did. They're, like, they didn't take the best player available. I don't understand. They didn't make any deals. There's nothing. All they're saying is that they have so much money available you know, for the cap. Yeah. And they say that with, the, with an era where the cap is not moving much, it's worth a lot. But, but again, that team surely are not going to copy what Vegas has done in the playoff because I don't understand a lot of the decisions that they're made. I can't believe they passed it on price. Everybody in Montreal thought he was gone because it was so logic that you would take, you know, the goalie that just makes the Seneca final because you take him. The marketing and everything around Seattle is amazing. Craig Price grew up, uh, grew up close to Seattle. Like, if you would have kept him, the marketing would have been done. And if you wanted to trade him and keep some of the money, all the team in the West. For $5 million, look at all the goalie in the NHL that makes $5 million now. And you can get price for that. For the next three years, man, he would have. They could have got so much in return. Bad decision on their part for me. And and, and in terms of Adam Larson, you were just talking about. I felt bad because the Oilers in this off season they needed defensemen, and the fact that he's gone and he was a good defenseman, it puts them in in a tough situation because. Man, this is this is defenseman in the NHL, as you know. It's a tough position to find to find a guy that is mature, that could get get step in and and do the job. And now there's more pressure on them, so because you got to find somebody reliable that could pull a lot of minutes. All right, I'm going to ask you about three guys, George. Okay, okay. and uh, you see, well, you've seen probably two of them play a lot. So. Rasmus Ristolainen playing on a terrible team. Taylor Hall looked bad in Buffalo. Rasmus Ristolainen in Buffalo. I'm going to ask you about Colton Pareko. I think the cost to get Pareko would be the greatest in St. Louis. Won a Stanley Cup a couple years ago. Josh Anaheim. uh, Josh Manson in Anaheim. My guess is Anaheim, the acquisition cost might be the least. Give me your assessment. They're all right shots. What do you think of those three guys? Rissolainen, that's the guy that I like the most, but Montreal is also fighting to get him. Montreal is very interesting in him. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised I'm attending this, but that would be my number one choice that I would want to take uh, in terms of uh, those guys in order uh, because this guy is like is going to be solicited by a lot of teams in the NHL. And, yeah, everyone that leaves Buffalo, goes else, look at Taylor Hall. You know, he left Buffalo and then plays in Boston and look how good of a season that, that he's had, and now he resigned a killer deal. Uh, by the way, for Boston, that now, like, whatever favor that, that he did for them, and like, I, I think it's four four years or six four years of six million a year. Yeah, this is a great deal for them to be able to keep all those great players under the cap. Like, great signing for for this team, and and and, and team, and and I think for for him for that demon, if he leaves Buffalo, it'll be the same thing. Buffalo has such a c- culture of losing all the time. 
that guys cannot get their full potential. And the player that I feel the most sad about is is, is, is uh, the rookie there, Dalene. Dalene, like, like he has no mentor, you know, on his team. You know, mentor to, to learn from and stuff. And, you know, if they win the green jacket every year, minus 27, minus 30, minus, yep. like, Man, this is what this is how they're learning in the NHL. It's so sad, and you know what, Buffalo, I, there's nothing to do with that team, Bob. There's so much. They need so much help in, in everywhere that that team is gonna be in the it, bottom of the NHL. It's, it's entirely possible, George, that by uh, this time next week, the Buffalo Sabers might not have Jack Eichel, uh, Sam Reinhart, or Rasmus Ristolainen. Yeah, oh, I, we we know that Eichel is probably going to New York. They they requested his medical files because we know we know Jack Eichel was fighting with. And you know what, Bob? That happens all the time. Players that are fighting with the team when they're getting hurt and they want second opinion, and teams don't want to. That happens a lot. I've seen this happen many times. And now we know that Eichel was seeking a, a special neck surgery. He wanted to yeah. get done. The team didn't want to. It had never been done before, George. Yeah, no, I know some things have been done before, but again, with the CBA, there's a rule that, uh, you know, the player is allowed to seek his own opinion on his side, but, you know, there's a fine line in terms of if the team could, like, stop it or not, and again, you know, I call this your bread and butter, right, so I can understand why the team would be afraid of it, but again, that that relationship, because of that, is done, and, you know, I don't know what they're going to get in return for him, but whatever they get in return for him, the team that gets the best player usually wins the trade. And if Eichel goes to New York with all the nuclear power that is on that team, man, it's going to be it's going to be crazy, crazy. My uh, guess is Kako. My guess is Capo Kako would be part of that deal. They would look at Lafer- yeah, and and, right? and you know what? That would not hurt them much. I you know. know I, like that would be all right. You like Ristolainen the most. Uh, I I personally like Pareko the most. I think Pareko is the best defensive. Like, you know, it's interesting because Manson's tough. He can fight. He's had some issues with concussion. He's cheating. And I mention all three guys because they're all in the last year of their deal this upcoming season. Ristolainen in Buffalo, Pareko in St. Louis. I think Pareko would be tough to get. I wonder a bit about Josh Manson. Uh, he can chuck him. You know that. He had a tremendous year like three or four years ago. Uh, so it's, it's interesting. George, I want to switch focus because you've seen this next guy a lot. Zach Hyman. Okay, some people think he's like Chris Kunitz, and other people think, "Oh no, here we go again. He's going to be like David Clarkson and and Milan Lucic." Now Clarkson and Lucic fought a lot. That's not Hyman's game. Um, you tell me. You watched a lot of Pittsburgh with Kunitz, and you watched a lot of uh, Toronto playing against Montreal here with Zach Hyman. What do you think of Hyman? Okay, Hyman, uh, Hyman, Zach Hyman to me is like a Brendan Gallagher with more skills. Uh, Zach Hyman is and also more intelligent because his body doesn't get, you know, as much as it used as, as Gallagher is getting. But that guy is the heart and soul of a team. Zach Hyman, like, for Toronto to lose him, you just kill that team. Because he's the one, he's the player that got the stars going. The way that he plays is kind of like Gallagher, a heart and soul of the team. He does everything good. Like, he, he's so intense all the time and he inspires teammates to give everything that they got. You know when you have guys like that, like like Gator, somebody with the heart of, of a lion, and you look at that and it inspires you, and you want to go to war with guys like this. Oh man, George, you're making my day. You know, I used to, I used to say like the fans, they loved Ryan Smith, right? And I'm like, 
The other Smiths, the guy you go to, like all due respect to Ryan Smith, Jason Smith was the guy that you go to. That's the guy you want in the trenches with you. You know what I'm saying, George? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I play with him, so I know I play with both of them at the same time. And the way that Gator, the way that Gator was as a person and how he suffered his body and how he played the game, to, 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 it like, and Ryan, too, was unreal, but it's different guys. Ryan's skills, when Gator, kind of like Zach Hyman, it's all heart. It's because of his heart, the way that he played that inspired the entire team. And Zach Hyman is like that, too, with tons of skills. And you could put him with any players. You know, we've talked about so, so for so, the longest time about the fact that Connor didn't have the, the right uh, line mate to play with. Give him a guy like Zach Hyman, and wait to see uh, Connor's production next year. You I... put him in a guy like that. How much room is going to give Connor? Connor, which doesn't have much room, you put a guy like Hyman with him, because Connor does everything on the ice. He goes to pick up the puck. He goes there. He goes back. He has to do everything in his line. He's too fast. Put him with Zach Hyman, and man, those two guys together will be the one, two, the best one-two punch combination in the league. Really. You're, yeah, I think, so. I think I he'd think be a so. hell of a fit. I mean, I'm I'm looking at it like if they got Hyman, it's funny because Maroon got 27 goals here at Edmonton, okay? And Cassian, 15 goals back-to-back years when he played a bit more with McDavid and Dreisaitl. Yeah, but, but but these guys are not skilled like, like Hyman, and they don't do what Hyman does. They're just big, and they're at the right place at the right time, and Connor is so good that, man, even now retired, Bob, if I play with McDavid, I score 10 goals without sweating. Like, McDavid is that good. Right. But if you put him in a guy like Zach Hyman that, does, that also does the work and will make things easier for him, because think about it. If I ask you about Cassian and, 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 and that other guy, that, Maroon. Yeah, Maroon, if I ask you how much room these guys is giving to Connor, not much. Yes, they, they, they impose respect, but in terms of speed, the way they are, it's not the same thing. Zach Hyman, the way that he plays, people have to respect his skills. So you can't just watch McDavid on the ice. You got to watch Zach Hyman. He drives to the net. He, he's fast and he's skilled. So because of that, it'll give more room to McDavid. Give a player that someone he has to respect, like in terms of playing with McDavid, because McDavid is all skilled, but Zach Hyman is also physical and and he plays hard. Yeah, you know, man, McDavid would have a, even a better season than he had this year. Wow. George, but 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 he's but he's gonna cost. Zach Hyman is gonna cost. Yeah, but you gotta you know, pay to get good players. Yeah, and you know you know Bob, I'm crossing my finger that uh, the defenseman they got from Chicago works out. I, I thought I thought that they were gonna at least get Chicago to take half the salary. Yeah, yep. they, they didn't. Uh, at first, when you look at that, it doesn't look good. The only thing that will be able to judge this transaction is how he's gonna play this year. That's the only way. I hope he gets back to, you know, a top three demon because if he is a midterm, they need him. But, but man, it, it's this year, it's played this year that's going to tell us about this move, sure. how great it is. George, I'm up against the clock. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Bob. That is George LaRock. Uh, this text from AJ from St. Thomas, he says, pressure, puck retrieval, puck tenacity in the top six if they sign Hyman. Uh, Hyman, uh, you got RNH and Yamamoto have intense ozone pressure, and you could add Hyman with JP. Yes, a Poliarvi as well. Could build bottom six with same pressure and add more physical work, and the four lines could be tough to play against, and Holloway could be added as that is part of his game as well. And, and, and I think Holloway starts the year in the minors. 
and uh, we'll be intrigued to see how the Oilers change the makeup and the dyna- uh, dynamic of the bottom six as well. It's 150 at Edmonton. We'll tell you that the best pizza in the city still make it a great Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stoffer recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. When we come back, this day in Oilers history, it was the, well, it wasn't the biggest trade in the 1988 offseason. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chet. 153 in Edmonton into the Oilers Now injury report brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters in injury law. Trent Brown. Hey, you can vote for him for your all-time Elks team. Visit 630Jet.com for more information. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Here's Brandon Escott. Well, it sounds like Shea Weber's career may well be over. The veteran obviously injuring both of his thumbs in the Stanley Cup final, uh, but that along with the lingering knee and ankle injuries, and GM Mark Bergevin said today they're doubtful he's going to play again. The 35-year-old still has five years left at $7.857 million a year. Weber from Sycamus, BC where they're currently having significant issues with fires. Uh, for anybody that's listening out there right now that's been impacted by that in British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, uh, stay safe. And there's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle that you're not using enough, payments or interest rates that are too high, a vehicle that you may want to sell, refinance, or trade in for something different, go see Uncle Milt Rich, Johnny and the Gang. Brent Ridge Ford. You can call them at 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. We go to this day in Oilers history. This was the second biggest trade in the 1988 offseason for New West Travel. The September travel on a private WestJet charter flight to Whistler, B.C. played four spectacular mountain courses. Details at NewWestTravel.com. Here's Brandon Escott. Yeah, 1988, you mentioned it. The Oilers trading Jeff Cortnell to the Capitals for Greg Adams. Cortnell went on to score 42 goals for the Caps and put up 20-plus goal seasons in eight of his next 10 years. Adams had just nine points in 49 games with Edmonton before being flipped to Vancouver for a minor league journeyman the very next season. Got the wrong Greg Adams. Needed the one out of northern Arizona. This day in Oilers history, brought to, which no longer has a program because their arena built down, and I know a guy that got invited to one of their camps back in the day. This day in Oilers history, brought to you by Duas Travel. Experience a great golf trip to Whistler on a private jet to play four spectacular mountain courses. Details at newwestravel.com. Bob Beers also played at Northern Arizona, may I add. Uh, former Edmonton Oiler, along with uh, the good Greg Adams, the high-end Greg Adams, not the sort of pseudo-tough Greg Adams. Tomorrow, we'll have Elliot Friedman for the River Career Resort and Casino and Mark Spector for the horses in horse racing Alberta. And, of course, we've got our draft coverage. Again, 5-9, to nine, full coverage of round one with Reed Wilkins and myself. The 2021 NHL Draft brought to you by Scott Arthur Millwork, a legacy of excellence on Oilers Radio 630. Ched, what's Reed Wilkins got shaken tonight on Inside Sports, Brendan? You'll hear from Leafs radio broadcast host Gord Stellick as well as Jody Shelley from the Columbus Blue Jackets broadcast. Special thanks to all of you that took time to call and text the show. Didn't get to all the text today. Uh... But uh, great passion out there, no country, uh, no question in oil country. I was going to say no country for, what was it? Uh, no country for, now I forgot the name of the movie. Uh, what's the name of the movie with Harvey uh, Bardem? 
No Country for Old Men. That was it. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Angela Coquat today from 2 to 3. And then the 6.30 chat afternoons, Jalen and I, 3 to 6 every day. Reed Wilkins will join you at 6 to 8. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Have a terrific Thursday, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.